happy, 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 boing, 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 Ladies and gentlemen, last night the 95th Academy Awards were handed out, and here's one of the first two awards ever handed out to an Indian production. So this will be the best original song winner of the 95th Academy Awards. Not you, not you. It's not two, not two. Exploding Head Movies starts now.
Hi, everybody. Hola. Hyvää ilta. Happy daylight saved. And a very pleasant good evening to you, wherever you may be. It's time for Exploding Hit Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's Charismatic, yet overly cinematic, campus community radio station. Tripping up over all those k k, -k sounds. This is k, -K CITR, your voice in the University of British Columbia on 101.9 FM. We broadcast at an average of 1,800 watts from traditional, ancestral, and unseated Musqueam territory from a student nest on campus. And our signal takes us throughout the traditional Coast Salish territory of Hunkamanian-speaking people, both not only of Musqueam, but of Squamish and Tsleil-Waututh. But yes, the Lower Mainland is covered here. From Lions Bay in the north, Bellingham, Washington to the south, west past Point Grey and then dipping south across the Salish Sea. All the ships and creatures in the water for our friends over at CFUV representing the University of Victoria aren't overlapping since we do share the same frequency. Our signal then heads east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley, though CIVL on 101.7 cuts pretty close on the dial. We also broadcast up to the sky and deep in the space for as long as this planet and this station continues to emit noisy waves for all to hear. And our signal dives down well into the underground from where we come from. I'm from where all good things bubble up. Telesoptic subscribers can tune in to CITR on their television sets. Just point your clicker at channel 7023. At least that's the story in Western Canada. Otherwise, in all these places and everywhere else that you're in, it takes you. Find us on the web, www.citr.ca. There, you'll see the Exploding Hit Movies show page, and it contains track listings and downloads for most of our episodes going back 9 of 15 years. And eventually, this episode, once a live broadcast, is done. You'll also find a link to subscribe to the podcast via Apple Music. You can also find us on Spotify, iHeart, Deezer, Geosave, and Stitcher, and various other Services that stream or offer large MP3 files to download on a regular basis to your devices. That is available for those times you can't listen live to the Crystal Wireless. Or then the shoutcast stream through our website. My name is Gak, and I'll be your red carpet wrangler for the next two hours or so. Pardon all the champagne spilled on the one you may have seen last night. I would like to say it's by design. It is clash with the tents since yes despite how the song goes it occasionally rains in southern california you should have received your complimentary newly regulatory baton in conjunction with the broadcast of this episode if not well since most of us do not carry pens or pencils anymore pockets do not need protecting that way just wave your phone around i'm sure the appropriate orchestra will know what to do phone number for the station for those you're listening live I have to refigure how to pick that up. The instructions are long gone. That is not as easy as picking up a handset, but luck could be in our favor. It's 604-822-2487, which spells out U-B-C-C-I-T-R after the area code. But yes, do keep it short and sweet to the point, since 
I'm talking directly into the mic to various radios or other streaming devices as they are. But you can email anytime. Radiofreegack at gmail.com. That is not time dependent. It allows for some articulation and words and stuff like that. But again, make sure it's related to the show. Exploding Hit Movies is on Facebook under its given name. And on Instagram, I am Myopic Man. In the background, this is a recent remix done by Ron Trent for both Bad Bad Not Good, Toronto Jazz Act with hip hop elements, and there's some Laraji here. Both in vocalization, maybe in marimba and some other instrumentation. This is a remix version of Unfolding, Momentum 73. I believe an original version came out on a prior album or a single, but as is the want this time of year, this is usually our most chaotic episode since a lot of this is built on the fly the night before. As we're in week seven, our final week of our annual Oscar profile, and well, as noted at the top of the show, last night the 95th Academy Awards were handed out, and the show was highly constructed based on that with some elements that at least added an anchor so we're not completely out at sea. But yeah, we start off with the best original song winner from the film, RRR. We heard Rahul Sipligunj Ankala by Rava with Not To, Not To. Featuring the music done by M.M. Kiravani and lyrics by Chandra Bose. And as part of the Oscar ceremonies last night, the dancing for the song done on stage, taken from the film, highly choreographed, suspenders were snapped, and a touching tribute to the Carpenters done by the award winners. We talked more about RRR last week as part of our Best Original Song nominee profile, pre-recorded since I was away, so different energy from there. So yeah, this film from Tegalu, representing the South Indian film scene, has been a big hit with audiences. And yes, there's talk of a sequel. And as noted, this is one of two Indian productions to win this year and for really the first time ever. So this excludes Slumdog Millionaire, which was more British production. The other win from India is the Tamil documentary short, The Elephant Whispers, by Kartiki Gonsalves and Gunit Monga. Of course, I spoke over from one of the nominees for best score, John Williams, although from Fiddler on the Roof. We're the timpani fanfare. We profiled Fiddler on the Roof last Hanukkah on Exploding Head Movies, episode 629. We're going to talk more about that film in a l- upcoming show since the actor Topol passed away, but originally the timpanis were just to sort of build up the excitement, but of course now we have to do a little mourning. We've already tackled a lot of the key Oscar winners this year, so we're going to profile a film that had six nominations but did not win and was highly tipped for a while, and that's the film Tar. So you're going to listen to some of the music done by Hilda Gufnadotter, who had won some Oscars recently. But the big winner that we saw last night, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, which we've profiled already twice on the show, took home seven awards of the 11 it was nominated for. And it won some of the big ones. Best Picture, 
Best Direction and Best Original Screenplay, both by Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert, and three of the four acting awards. We will get into the details of those awards shortly enough, but let's listen to at least some of the music from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Sunlux's score was one of the nominees for Best Original Score. It did not win. After we hear from them, we will hear from the winner and talk more about how the ceremonies itself went. But from the Oscar-nominated score to Everything Everywhere All at Once, this is Sunlux with Evelyn All at Once. You're now listening to Exploding Head Movies live for the realms of Studio A of that ramshackle award-winning station that has red carpet lined everywhere. So no matter what happens, we're on the prowl. This is CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. selection from the winner of Best Original Score.
from the Oscar-winning score to All Quiet on the Western Front. We heard Volker Bertelmann with Last Combat and behind me, the main theme. Volker Bertelmann occasionally records under the alias of Hauschka, primarily known for prepared piano kind of experimentalist music, but for All Quiet on the Western Front, upon coordination with the director, they ditched a lot of the standard military rah-rah themes glorious brass sections and precision snares for haunted harmoniums and other instruments turned into percussive elements. We profiled the score back in Exploding Head Movies episode 638, so from two weeks ago. And for Bertelman, this is his first Oscar. And as a curious note, for the second year in a row, a German has won since Hans Zimmer won for Dune Part 1. Part 2 is due later. This year. Bertelman thanked the cast and crew. There's a nice, simple thank you to everybody for the amazing work, the collaboration that was done at hand there. And overall, All Quiet on the Western Front was the second biggest winner at the Oscars last night. So, along with Best Original Score, it won four in total Best International Film, Best Production Design, and Best Cinematography. Oddly enough, all four awards were handed out right after each other, so for a while there. It felt like it was on a hot streak. In contrast to last year's ceremonies, all the categories got airtime live. Since last year, in an attempt to shorten the broadcast, uh, eight awards were handed out earlier and before airtime, including Best Original Score, but there was a lot of backlash from various industry members and unions about what was going on there, so everyone got their fair shake live on TV last night. As we circle back to everything, everywhere, all at once. Yes, it was the big winner. Seven awards. Best Picture. Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert won multiple awards for Best Direction and Best Original Screenplay. And then, along with Best Film Editing, three major acting awards were handed out. Best Supporting Actor, Kehui Kwan, making his big return to acting since he was a child actor in the 80s. And it was touching when Best Picture was handed out since Harrison Ford announced the award. And he did play Indiana Jones to Kwan's short round, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, back in 1984. So just think, 40 years ago, there was a lot of Kehu Kwan there. And then, yeah, for a while he was typecast and turned into stunt coordination. But uh, what a comeback and what a touching speech. Not a major surprise since he'd been raking up almost every award this season for his portrayal of Waymond. And then Best Supporting Actress, well, two actors from the film were competing against each other. thought Stephanie Sue could have won, but in the end it was Jamie Lee Curtis. And then Best Supporting Actress, or sorry, Best Lead Actress, Michelle Yao. First Asian identifying actor, actress to ever win. Moving speech talking about her own rise through Hong Kong action films. And in tribute to that win, we're going to dig up a song from a soundtrack which I first saw her in. Originally, this came out in 1992 in Hong Kong called Police Story 3, subtitled Super Cop. And when it was released in North America, it was simply called Super Cop. Directed by Stanley Tong, starring Jackie Chan and 
Michelle Yao, although at that point credited as Michelle Kwan. I don't know if it was the case of trying to have a little bit more of a Cantonese last name versus Malaysian, or whether it was tied to breaking tradition of pastorals that she was doing in the 80s. If you want, the Criterion Channel right now has dug up a lot of her vintage roles, and they're well worth a watch. But yes, just think, she's been in film for 40 years or so. Came to highlight and love other films like the James Bond film Tomorrow Never Dies, The Great Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Crazy Rich Asians, but from Super Cop. And I'm going to specifically talk about the 1996 North American release because the 1992 soundtrack was definitely more tailored for the Hong Kong market. There's a couple of Jackie Chan songs, but as part of the North American release, all manners of your standard 90s soundtrack acts appear. You know, you have Tom Jones doing a Kung Fu fighting cover. But uh, well, there was one original song written. Here's Devo with the main theme from Super Cop in honor of Oscar winner Michelle Yeoh.
Started off with Devo and the song Super Cop from the film Super Cop. Completely failed to mention that Michelle Yao holds her own against Jackie Chan in the film and pulls off some of the best stunts there, including riding a dirt bike on top of a moving train. And if you watch the outtakes, first clue, it wasn't the first take. Of course, now it's the Oscar winning Michelle Yao. Well deserved. Happy for her. And we just heard Kiefer and Braxton Cook with one of the songs on an EP that came out last year through Stone's Throw. It's the B-side, but gives the EP its name called You Already Know. Braxton Cook is on the saxophone there. And then Kiefer was on the keys. Indication that they are doing live shows together. I'm not sure if it's in California or whatnot, since that's where they are. Kiefer, we always play the stem here since that was the name of beloved family dog. Passed away March 15th, now 23 years ago. We'll circle back to the idea of dog shortly enough here. And the New York accent's kicking in because it's now Dog. Dog. In the background, this is Angelo Badalamente, and from the soundtrack to the 2000 film The Beach, as directed by Danny Boy with Leonardo DiCaprio, based on an Alex Garland novel. And a bit of a wash, honestly, but Badalamente's music, lovely. This is the beach theme, otherwise known as Swim to Island. 
Badalamenti was one of the several composers mentioned during the memoriam section of the Oscars last night. He passed away on December 11th last year at the age of 85. They profiled him in Exploding Head Movies episode 632 in honor of the Twin Peaks and other David Lynch works that he did. Other composers mentioned were Vangelis, Bert Bacharach, which we'll dive into some more next week, Irene Cara, and then Tom Whitlock. And the beach, kind of a through line here, since part of the reason I pre-recorded last week's Best Original Songs nominees, because I was on a beach. Combination of various things meant that I needed to get away. So Sayali to Mexico was where I went. For the first time in Mexico there, beautiful surf town reminds me a little bit of a tropical Tofino in many ways. And since we're talking about dogs, there are so many friendly chill street dogs around there plenty to, to adopt it crossed my mind that I could have but I have to save that for a time when I'm kind of a little bit more ready and deal with paperwork and transportation and whatnot. So, but of course there are plenty of dogs to adopt here anyways let's talk a little bit about Sayulita in this next set here Montreal surf rock act the men in gray suits put out a wonderful album in 2017 called Panic at the Pier. Most recent came out in 2020 called Shark's Bait, but this song you'll find through Panic at the Pier. Here are the men in gray suits. Talking about an important thing to do when make when you're on the beach, especially in a surf town. This will be Dawn Patrol in Sayulita.
go for right now? Authentic flour tortillas pan-fried until golden brown. Yum! Or vegan taco kits filled with traditional Mexican chilies and spices. Yeah, that sounds good. Or how about vegan potato and chorizo taquitos? How can I get these foods immediately? Buy Lita's Mexican Foods. Sounds delicious. Tell me more. Lita's Mexican Foods is a female-managed, plant-based Mexican food innovator in BC. Their products come pre-packaged and frozen at tons of local grocery stores around Metro Vancouver. Not to mention they can be cooked in under 10 minutes! Wow, that sounds perfect for me. I've been so busy lately and dinner takes so long to make. Where can I get my hands on some Lita's Mexican Foods? Lots of places! Whole Foods, Choices, Stongs, Vegan Supply, Donald's, and even UBC Bookstore. Hey, where are you going? To buy some Lita's Mexican foods. See you later. See ya. Ah, for the things I would show you. Ah, for the things you would see. Ah, digo, vengo, amigo. Ah, to my fair country.
From Los Angeles, that was El Chicano and off their 1974 album Cinco. We heard Gringo on Mexico. El Chicano was part of the brown eyed soul scene. Otherwise known as Chicano Rock, mixing Mexican American elements there with funk, psych, and whatnot. Santana could be one example, for instance, and then maybe early Gypsy Kings. Wonderful scene at the time. Some other members are still active. One is actually performing with the band Chicago now. And behind me, actual Mexican music here. This is Sebastian Fuentes. And off of an anthology of experimental music from Mexico, compilation from 2020 through the Unexplained Sounds group, this is Los Dias de Antes. Overall, the week I spent in Sayulita, it's very relaxing. Had nothing major scheduled except for one boat trip to a hidden beach on Las Islas Marietas. It's wonderful stuff there. Watching manta rays jump out of the ocean. Humpback whales eventually coming back up to BC, but similar to a lot of other snowbirds, they spend their time around the Nayarit Peninsula territory close to Puerto Vallarta. So yeah, definitely got used to dollar tacos. Coffee in the morning, beer, tequila in the evenings. Just stumbling around listening to every type of bird. Watching scooters, ATVs. And other kind of off-road vehicles basically just get stuck in traffic. But flags over the streets, music in the air, quality stuff. And I need to dig up some actual proper music from the region for a future show. It's hard to do it within a one-day turnaround with the Oscars, but we've done crazier shows. And they can tell. My name's Gak. You're listening to Exploding in Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Got a little time here to talk about some of the soundtracks available for purchase, download, or streaming this week. Though, do note, many of these could be out already based on the way the announcements go, so nothing is tied to a Friday schedule anymore. So, do check with either your favorite record store or where you get your music online. And this list comes from the websites filmmusicreporter.com and soundtrack.net. As new releases go, Chris Bacon does the score to the Adam Driver vs. Dinosaurs film, 65. That's coming out through Sony Classical. Broker is scored by Jail Jung. That's coming out through Milan Records. Gregoire Hetzel provides the score to The Innocents. That's coming out through Crystal Publishing and Edition Musicale Francois Premier. We heard some Devo earlier. I was going to mention this before, but now is the appropriate time. Mark Mothersbaugh. Has done some recent score work again, and he did the music for the Netflix animated film The Magician's Elephant. And Netflix is putting out that album. Otherwise, continuing on with the DC Comics universe, kind of separate from what James Gunn is doing, but tying into a little bit of a multiverse thing. Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Sequel to Shazam. No colon title thing. Anyways, Christoph Beck provides a score to that sequel that's coming out through Water Tower Music. On the re-release front, there's an expanded version of Basile Polodouris' music from Conan the Destroyer. That's coming out through Backlot Music. Nayita Desai's music from Crossfires being reissued through Silva Screen. Great Lakes Untamed, as scored by Erica Procunier, is being independently released 
And then friends, Waxman's score to A Place in the Sun is coming out again through Paramount Music. And those are merely some of your anticipated soundtrack releases for this week. Now, part of our usual Oscar tradition is that uh, since the turnaround time to come up with the show is crazy, we try to dig up some longer sh songs so the back half of the show has a chance of being properly written as opposed to being chicken scratch, hail bail wire, and all that wonderful stuff. So originally I'd hoped to play this song around Chinese Lunar New Year several weeks ago. But first off, I forgot that this song existed, even though this band has made nine songs associated with the Chinese Zodiac. But the other part of it is that it is about 22 minutes long. Listener discretion is advised because the name of this band is fucked up. And in 2015, they put an EP in tribute to what the rabbits are up to for these next 12 months. So here's fucked up with Year of the Hair. Buckle up. We got a long set of experimental music here. And I'll be back to talk about some of the other Oscar winners. And then one Oscar miss. And that'll be tar. But yeah, Year of the Hair is upon you now.
Happy Happy Fun Time Music, Fridays at 12 a.m. on CITR 101.9 FM. And unfortunately, we're all human, except me, of course. You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam-speaking Musqueam people. For 21 minutes and 30 odd seconds, we heard listener discretion is advised. Fucked up. And the A side to the EP Year of the Hair. A self title, as it were. Latest from the Toronto Hardcore Experimental Act came out earlier this year. It's called One Day. And they're in the midst of a tour. They'll be hitting BC in the month of May, playing Victoria on May 19th. The Coward Ballroom here in Vancouver on May 20th, and then Nelson at the Spirit Bar at the Hume Hotel on May 23rd before they head east into the prairies. Skip over the parts of Canada I grew up in to head to southern Ontario, and then Montreal. And in the background, this is Marius DeBreeze, Matt Robertson, and Anna Drubik. From their score to the Oscar-winning Best Documentary feature, Navalny. I speak over a genuine challenger. Navalny tells about one of the key dissenters of the current Russian regime, and he's in prison. And there is a Canadian connection there, as one of the producers of the film worked with Navalny's wife on the documentary. We'll talk more about the Oscar winners through various backing tracks in the rest of the show here. But otherwise, as a reminder, my name's Gak. This is Exploding Hit Movies here on CITR. And let's talk about some bands playing in town this week. And originally from Hamilton, New Zealand, it's Kimbra. And she is touring in support of her new album, A Reckoning. As Tambor Concerts presents Kimbra at the Hollywood Theatre here on the west side of Vancouver. It's tomorrow, Tuesday, March 14th. Doors are at seven shows at eight. Opening for Kimbra is Grim. Originally, it was supposed to be Taishi, but that changed. Tickets are still available, starting at uh, $37.85, and that includes the service charges. Although there is a meet-and-greet experience available, starting at $168. 
Please bear in mind, this is a 19 and older show. This track features guest appearances by Pink Sifu and Tommy Ramps. Here from A Reckoning, this is Kimbra with L.A. Type. I told this city girl that life's a beach and she ain't into that. She said she know the roles when bumping elbows with those that you meet outside of shows and fake hosts and scenarios where everyone's professional. Who's saying it's a special way of living out here on the coast? Might not have it all, but yeah, you gotta brag a boast. Can't act like you ain't into bright lights and nice ice and fine wines and chrome pipes and hard drugs for long nights. I'm wrong, right? Plan, plan, plan. Let me ask you if you actually think your side is different like y'all immune to cap and magicness. See, everybody wanna be something that makes us wannabes, but somewhere down the line you start to become what you're gonna be can't wait to go get it i'm here 
Can't beat it, jump in, that's real. Can't fake, can't fake the same bitches turn open. You stay too long at the bear. Palm trees, Kelly trees, the West Virginia can be hit me like everybody out the way. And I don't even see what's competition. Should I my real LA hitters? That Hollywood, that's where I feel you. Can't fall close, that's brother, that sister. Big brothers, nice car, go grills. Yeah, all I remember. Cause had the switches. West life different. Too little, too far to reach out. Like the speak up. I pulled up with the speakers at the pocket like fly parking with the beat, but I can hear stepping. Yeah, I'm a little too retro. Yeah, head to the feet, my big head. Yeah, lost with the ball, angels on the west coast But everybody wanna be a star, I'm trying to play the guitar SZA, SZA, a.k.a. Solana, Imari, Roe, and off of one of the great albums that came out in 2022 called SOS. Heard a bit of a kind of a murder ballad there. And then riffing on a film from 20 years ago. We heard Kill Bill. SZA plays in town this Sunday, March 19th at the Rogers Arena. It's part of the SOS tour. Doors are at 8.30, which is a change from 8 p.m. as originally posted. 
At this point, Ticketmaster, everything is on the resale side, so it's over 200 bucks if you don't have your tickets already. And behind me, this is Alexander Desplat. From his score to Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, a stop-motion animation version of the Florence-based tale about a puppet. This is Geppetto's creature. Pinocchio, and not to be confused by the Disney version that came out recently, so Guillermo del Toro's version won Best Animated Feature at last night's Oscars. And Del Toro was adamant, along with a lot of animation folks, that animated films aren't always for kids. Despite the fact that seemingly all the animated films that end up nominated and then voted upon, as the voters disclose their ballots, end up picking more like kids' films. But there's a lot more experimental stuff out there. And what we've seen with this Pinocchio, it definitely pushes those buttons. We've talked a lot about Del Toro and Desplat in the past. Since they worked together, they worked together on The Shape of Water, which is the source of Desplat's second Oscar after the Grand Budapest Hotel. Speaking of best animated films, the best animated short that won the Oscar last night is The Boy, The Mole, The Fox, and The Horse, which is something I need to still dig up and watch since I'm behind on almost everything. No word about a donkey, although one did appear on stage there, since there were a lot of donkeys in films last year, although fates of those beloved creatures in the film, not so good. Also in town this week from Toronto, it's always. First off, they're playing Victoria on Wednesday, March 15th, but they have two nights at the Commodore, Thursday and Friday, March 16th and 17th. Doors for both shows are at 7 p.m. Tickets start at 50 odd dollars. I think after the appropriate server charges, it is $70.21. If you gotta check out some side or allocate some money on your credit card, as it were. They're in Spokane tonight, so Pacific Northwest is locked down. And always, his most recent album came out last year. It's called Blue Rev. And this song is an ode to one of the go-go's. Oh, the riffing on the idea of where is heaven? Is it a place on earth? Well, it depends on what, as always says, Belinda says.
in the door in the arts sector but don't know where to start? Look no further. CITR is collaborating with Community Arts Council of Vancouver and hosting a free workshop series where you'll have opportunities to learn and connect with experts from different areas of the industry pertaining to journalism, grant writing, making community radio, promoting yourself as a musician, and how to plan an equitable event. You can sign up for any or all five workshops by simply going to CITR's Instagram bio and registering through the Eventbrite link. Miranda Fomic is best thought of as an introversal jukebox which has no concept of genre, style, political boundaries, or even space-time relevance. But it does know good sounds from bad. Lately, the program has been focused on Philip Random's All Vinyl Countdown plus Apocalypse, the 1,111th greatest record you probably haven't heard. And we're not afraid of noise. Randophomic, every Saturday at 11pm to 2am at CITR 101.9 FM.
Born in Providence, Rhode Island, but grew up in Quebec City since her mom was Quebecois while dad was American. That was Gabrielle Schonk, and from her second album, which came out this year called Across the Room, we heard Remember to Breathe. In the background, this is Rob Simonson, and from his score to last year's film of The Whale, this is The Overture. Directed by Darren Aronofsky, starting Brandon Fraser as an obese teacher trying to reconcile life with his teenage daughter. And Brandon Fraser won Best Actor last night at the 95th Academy Awards. It was tipped that Austin Butler would have done his Elvis act since he was in the Baz Luhrmann film. But it seemed like, based on how the current other rest of the award season was going, Fraser was due. And the interesting thing is with him and Kehui Kwan from Everything Everywhere All at Once, there are two folks from Encino, man. That great Polly Shore comedy uh, from 30 years ago, who now have Oscars. Uh, Brendan Fraser gave a moving speech, Canadian-American actor, and uh, The Whale was the only other multi-award winning film last night, along with Everything Everywhere All at Once and All Quiet on the Western Front. And the other award went to another Canadian in part, because Best Makeup and Hairstyling featured Adrian Moreau from uh, part of Canada. I should have wrote down at Quebec. But otherwise, uh, Judy Chin and Anne-Marie Bradley also won there. 
We will slowly get into Hilda Guthner's daughter, although time, as always, is ticking. So let's hop over to Combination of Ontario, Quebec, here with the Bell Orchestra, known for their connections in the past with Arcade Fire. And this song originally appeared on a 2009 remix EP called Who Designs Nature's Now, but recently appeared on an Erased Tapes compilation. And it's a remix by Colin Stetson, the saxophone player who recently played at the Chan Center here in Vancouver. Here's the Colin Stetson remix of Bell Orchestra's The Star in His Head, Bernard 33. Thank <laughs> you. 
Colin Stitson, remixing Bell Orchestra's The Stars in His Head, Bernard 33. Behind me, this is Hilda Guthna, daughter. From her score to the 2022 film Women Talking, this is Speak Up. Directed and written by Toronto's Sarah Polly, based on the Miriam Taves novel about a Mennonite colony in South America dealing with a horrible event and a democracy by the people impacted there. Sarah Polly won an Oscar last night for Best Adapted Screenplay based on that novel. Joking that uh, it's very rare to allow the words women and talking close to each other. But representing a pinnacle of quality Canadian writing. Hilder's score was on the shortlist for the Best Original Score for this year's Oscars. It did not make it but her work for the film Tar was not even made eligible at all. I'll talk a little bit more about why afterwards, but I want to talk more about the film and how it came to be. So, Tar is directed by Todd Field, making his first film since 2006's Little Children, although there are various productions along the way that he tried to do but failed. And it stars Kate Blanchett as Lydia Tar, an American composer, conductor, EGOT winner, and sexual abuser. So she's in the midst of preparing her Berlin Philharmonic towards a performance of Gustav Mahler's Fifth Symphony as her world collapses around her. 
Fields hired Kate Blanchett first, and the second person hired was Hildur Gofnodar. And she moved away from working on the film Amsterdam to focus on the score and the sound design for Tar. Based on the idea that she would first do a tempo temp track around the entire story of what Tar would be up to, composing music that only Kate Blanchett would hear, and then eventually expanding the scope of how everything else works. So Hilder wrote additional music for the film, including her own sort of symphonies, which we'll hear. And eventually the sound design became a little bit interesting, as we're about to hear here. From her score to the film Tar, we begin with Hildur Gufnodotter, along with the London Contemporary Orchestra, and this will be the piece Mortar. Then we'll listen to a bit of an orchestra written for Tar, and then we'll hear Kate Blanchett do some Bach.
looks so nice. Beautiful. That's really beautiful. Really, 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 really nice. Come, Max, indulge me. Let's allow Bach a similar gaze. Sit. Now, this is all filigree, right? I mean, it could be a first year piano student. Or Schroeder playing for Lucy. From the score to last year's film, Tar, we heard Hildur Kuthnotar, along with the London Contemporary Orchestra, with Mortar. Then we heard a little bit of Hildur's own impressions about what was going on there. Then we heard Kate Blanchett as Lydia Tar, along with Seth Van Smith Neist, doing a lesson and an excerpt of Johann Sebastian Bach's The Well-Tempered Clavier from Book One, The Prelude in C major. Otherwise, in the background is the London Contemporary Orchestra with Hildur Kuthnodar's symphony of sorts called Tar. And this is the second movement, the Allegro movement. Hildur's score, which features her cello and other distorted strings that way, seemed like it was on the cusp of being a outside chance of being an Oscar nomination, especially since the entire film tar explored the integration of music and film together. The director Todd Field indicated that for the film, the music was the engine, and Hilda was a key part of it. But based on various factors, even in light of the changed percentages of existing music, it was not eligible, but it's been highly regarded in many a place to the point it was on the top of the classical charts for a week in November. And many people, without being aware of the story of Lydia Tarr, completely fell entranced by Kate Blanchett's portrayal of this horrible person who really just wants to be an experimental composer instead of a lead conductor. I have actually started research the character's life, assuming she's real. But no, not the case. Kate Blanchett has won two Oscars already. 
both for acting. It was in The Aviator and Blue Jasmine. And Tar was nominated for six Oscars, but it was totally shut out. It was up for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Lead Actress, Original Screenplay, Cinematography, and Film Editing. But much like The Fablemans and Elvis and a lot of other films, it was shut out. Blanchett probably would have been the best bet. And for a time there, it looks like looked like she was going to lead. But Michelle Yeoh definitely was the darling of the award season, along with everything else from everything, everywhere, all at once. So, such as it is. But I know a lot of people have raved about Tar. Still need to catch it. Hopefully it's still in the theaters for a while. Otherwise, I guess I'm going to have to keep an eye on streaming. Anyways, that's going to be it for Exploding Hit Movies for this week. Coming up at 9. I know folks have been missing him for many a week. It's the return of the jazz show with Gavin Walker. And he'll guide you to around midnight. So stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Monday evening. If you missed any of this week's episode, if you want to catch up on past ones, just look up Exploding Hit Movies on www.citr.ca. You'll see track listings, downloads, links to the podcast, and the various social media links there. Next week, we'll do a return to somewhat normal programming, although, yet again, more musical deaths. As I mentioned before, one of the composers noted during the In Memoriam section of the Oscars this year's was Burt Bacharach. So, we'll dig up some of his music, especially tied to film and song. Otherwise, the composer Gerald Fried passed away... Uh, we're an overdue for an all-ambient episode, and I uh, will be preempted, at least from live programming in a couple weeks, so I might do it then. I might look at the music from both the film and the TV series A League of Their Own, but we'll see. But uh, with Gavin back, he's going to talk about, at some point, the recent passing of the legendary jazz sax player Wayne Shorter, and at some point, as I look at April... I'll look at some of the music of his that appeared in the David Mamet film version of his play, Glengarry Glen Ross. But we'll close with a little bit of more Kate Blanchett news, since if you want to catch what she's up to as of late, well, she makes a cameo appearance, if not the starring load, in a new video by the act Sparks. Sparks have a new album coming out soon. It's the return to Island Records, which was their glam rock heyday in the 70s. And I think this is their 26th album, and this will be the title track. And in the video for the song, she dances. She's not crying in any sort of coffee drink at all. Sparks will be touring throughout the world, mostly in Europe at first. They'll be hitting North America. Only Canadian date is Toronto in July, although their date at the Hollywood Bowl in July 16th features They Might Be Giants. Here's the title track to their new album. Here's Sparks with The Girl is Crying in Her Latte. We'll see you in seven days. Is it due to the rain? Or is she in some pain? She looks physically fine. Guess it's something benign. Someone
once taken a place Orders then takes a seat Looks like it's a repeat The girl is crying in her latte, yeah The girl is crying in her latte, sad The girl is crying in her latte, wow The girl is crying in her latte, bad So many people are crying in their latte So many people are crying in their latte So many people are crying in their latte So So oh. 